I don't like spinning myself. It's I not good. For, it's not good for the perineum, which is the nerve that gives you boners. This is Oscar worthy. This is Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants, and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. This is going to be fun. Where is your book? It's upstairs. All the way upstairs? In the podcast studio kitchen. So I'm going to have to go get it. You want me to go get it? So who can, am I going to talk to you if you go get it? people about subscribing and downloading and sharing. No, I didn't even play the intro yet. No. It's under the fucking recipe holder thing. That's where it is. Yeah. So welcome to episode 60. This is an absolute shit episode. There's nothing on it for you to listen to. So... um. Don't even bother, really. But if you do, we're going to tell you about list number 41 from the 52 lists for happiness. List the ways that money can buy happiness. And we're also going to talk about the Peloton ad. Isn't that exciting? So exciting. Okay. I'm excited. Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Oh boy, I could use a creepy truck right about now. I'm in a great mood. Feeling depressed. So sad. Why? You're not the one who's depressed, it's me. Makes me sad. You should be happy that you're not depressed. You should look at my depression in contrast to your non depression and rejoice that you are not me. And you're like a one standing next to a zero. We make a ten, a perfect ten. You shine in your oneness against my zero-ness. Together we make a ten. Okay. Zero. Why did you take over this whole charade? I don't know. You might need to for episode 60. This is episode 60. Episode 60. Welcome to episode 60, people. It's pretty amazing. You think so? Mm-hmm. I'm not that impressed. I could tell by the way you just picked your nose. I'll be impressed if we get to episode 100, which almost certainly is not going to happen. 40 more weeks? I guarantee it. Life will interfere before mm. that happens. Hmm. 
that will mean almost two years of doing this. That's exciting. <laughs> it's not exciting because I just told you I don't think we're ever going to get there. All right. So what do we tell people? What do we do at this point in the podcast? I don't even know. <clears throat> um, you should subscribe and download and share with a friend and leave us reviews. Why? About, Why should people do that? About how you shouldn't be in a bad mood. Aren't people allowed to be in bad moods? Of course they are. But not if they want people to be entertained by you. I'm not entertaining. I know that. That's not true. I don't even know why the people who listen to our podcast listen to it, to be honest with you. Maybe if they left us some reviews, we would know. Eh, some people left reviews at the beginning of this whole yeah. endeavor. At the beginning. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But it's petered out. Mm. So all of you people who listen and haven't left a review, thanks for nothing. Yep. Um, so I'm just going to say this because it's written down here, not because I care anymore. Subscribe, download, leave us a review. We said that now. Share with a friend. Tell your friends rah, about rah, us. Rah, 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 rah. Spread the word. If you have any friends living in foreign countries, tell them about it. Do the thing. Because <clears throat> we like foreigners better than we like American listeners. Because we like the party. In fact, I think I'm, I'm not going too far to say we prefer foreign listeners, don't we? Um, I have no preference. I, I plead the fifth. Well, I do. I do prefer our... Did you hear that? Uh-huh. I wonder if that was my phone, huh? It was not. It was your computer. Oh, okay. My computer. Your computer. Yeah, so this asshole has been emailing me. It's a work-related thing. Literally, this is now the fourth email I've received from them. And they are emailing me like three sentences at a time. So... Uh, three words at a time, not even complete sentences. Uh, finally, a full email came through. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, I thought it was a child, but yeah. it's just a dog. Hmm. Hello, dog. All right. I feel like this is going nowhere. You need to take over. <laughs> All right. This is the Stomping Jen show. What are you for drinking? Tonight. What are you drinking there? Saucy? Me. Jack Daniel's whiskey, of course. Whiskey. Yep. Whiskey. And what are you drinking, Stomping Jen? New City, which is a local brewery in East Hampton. Uh huh. Ginger beer. Okay. How is it? It's gingery. All right. New City. Where is it local to? Because remember, we have lots of foreigners listening to this show. Massachusetts. East Hampton, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay, where is that near? Where is it near? Yeah. It's near Northampton, Massachusetts. Okay. What part of Massachusetts is it in? Why don't Western, you tell our foreign listeners? Western, Western. Western Massachusetts. The western part of the Okay. State. All right, anything else no, you want to say about our no. show beverages? <laughs> no more words. Okay. This is gonna, literally going to be the shortest episode ever, I think. Okay. All right. So we're done with the intro.
I believe. And we're going to talk in, in a little bit about list the ways money can buy happiness. Yes. Right? We'll talk about it when we get yeah, there. Yeah, why are you it's bringing a it up? Stupid, lame ass question, anyways. All right. Um, news, right? It's news time. We're going to tell people what's going on in our lives. I believe that is now the time. Okay. Get ready. I'm ready. Get ready for news. All right. What do we have going on? Let's see. <clears throat> I'm gonna re- I'm gonna recline today. I'm gonna recline. I'm just gonna lean back. Go ahead. When did we podcast last? Last Monday? Yeah, a week ago. When it was snowing. Yeah, we always podcast on Mondays. But. Last Monday we got a shit ton of snow. Oh yeah, I had I th- I thought I had put this on here. Um, the fucked up thing, and we had legs on right. our guest legs, and we were talking about whether or not the large university I work for would cancel work or not. And what they what they do is they don't tell us until. Like five o'clock in the morning on the day of a snow day if you're going to have one. And so last week, Legs and I were speculating about what would happen. And sure enough, we didn't get the email until five o'clock in the morning. Right. And they canceled it. Now, that night, which was a Monday, <clears throat> we got about eight inches of snow. And then there was like a lull, Right. So they canceled work. They canceled all of the schools around here. And then Tuesday night. Monday night. Mon- yeah. Mon- no, 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 no. Sunday no. night was the first storm. Wrong, because we recorded on Monday night. Yes, Sunday night was the first storm. And we got a substantial amount of snow. And then it was supposed to snow a few more inches overnight on Monday night into Tuesday. I think you're wrong about that. And then what happened? We got dumped with like a foot and a half of snow all of a sudden. So Tuesday morning, the kids had a delay. Most schools were closed. You had a delay. I had a delay. A two-hour delay. Yeah, and it was awful. We got over a foot and a half of snow. Yeah, we are supposed to get like one to three inches, and we got like a foot and a half. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. Yep, and we only got a delayed opening. <laughs> That's for you, large university. bullshit Uh, fucking close the goddamn university for eight inches of snow and then do a two-hour delay for 20 inches of snow on top of an eight-inch snowstorm yeah well luckily it's raining now and it's creating lots of fog because it got warm and i've said this before the older i get i'm beginning to hate the cold and I hate snow now even more than I hate cold. The snow can bite a dick. Great. Not my dick. Great. The snow should bite somebody else's dick. Great. I hate snow. <clears throat> I hate the way it looks. 
I hate the way it feels. I hate the way it smells. This snow smell. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that you have to push it around. Right, because you can't do anything with it. You can only push it out of the way. What's the matter, you? And if you fucking try to do something like melt it, it turns into ice. So all you can do is push it out of the way. Right? So you can either do that with like a snow shovel. Now I'm not doing that. I don't have time for that. I'm too old. I have a bad back. I can't shovel snow. So then what are the options? What? I'm asking you, what are the options? All right. <clears throat> what so else the happened? options, if you don't want to shovel, is to get it out of the way somehow else. All right. With a snowblower or a plow. Mm-hmm. We hired a plow. We didn't hire a plow. Yeah, we did. We have we a plow. We hired a guy with a plow truck. Yeah. That's a, hiring a plow. And come? What? What did you just say? Who? What did you just say? I said we hired a guy with a truck to come and plow. Oh, okay. I thought you said we hired a guy with a plow and come. What? Never mind. What is wrong with you tonight? Okay. All right, Ben. Let's move on from the snow. You don't want to talk more about how awful snow is? No. Why? What else is there to say? I was talking about the different ways that you get snow out of the way. Oh, my Jesus. We have people who listen to this in Jamaica. They may not know how you get snow out of the way. This could be interesting to somebody in Jamaica. You don't feel this is interesting? No. All right, you're the co-host. I will permit you to move us along. All right. Uh, You wrote, not paying attention to impeachment. I'm not paying attention to impeachment. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to the impeachment. Apparently, they're impeaching the president, and I don't care. I listened to what is, some of it, actually. Today. Go ahead. Go ahead. What on is the, that? On the NPR. Uh-huh. When you were driving? Yeah. And? It's just a bunch of blowhards making lots of stupid commentary. One of them was, like, talking about how... Um. Went off on how uh, Trump's claim about trying to get the Ukraines to investigate the Bidens, and then he went on and incriminated the Bidens and said, oh, but it's true that blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, okay, that's all fine and good, but we're not talking about whether or not that Biden story is true. It's whether or not, you know, Trump was using this information for personal political gain right the biden things are red herring right so annoying it's a fish it stinks right joe biden's son right like what's his name hunter but it doesn't matter if it's true or not because it's not what this series of investigative reporting is all about but here's the thing joe biden should just be up front and admit that right it's just so stupid Right. Instead, somebody brought that up to him in a town hall and he threatened to beat the guy up and called him a goddamn liar, Jack. Yeah. I mean, he's not the greatest candidate for presidency either. So, but apparently people are convinced that Hillary is going to jump into the race because she was on Howard Stern, you know, because that's exactly what, you know, you do. You go on Howard Stern and then you announce that you're going to run for president. 
I listened to... Did you listen to the whole thing? I've listened to the first part of it. Yeah. And I've said this all along. Mm -hmm. If that Hillary Clinton had been the one who ran for president, the one who was on that interview, she she would have won. Right. She was candid. Mm -hmm. She was insightful. She was engaging. She had a personality. Um. And you know what? It actually made me really sad. That she's not. That she's not our president. <sighs> and she talked about how all this shit now, like debates, and like none of that matters. It's just marketing. Um, it is. It's all about branding yourself. It's a social media game. Yeah. It was really sad. It made me really sad, actually, that she's not our president. Speaking of marketing. And like, what an amazing person. She talked about how the, like the hardest day of her life was waking up and going to the inauguration. Oh, really? And the funny part is you should listen to the interview on Howard Stern. Um, but she's talking about um, how tr- after Trump gave his inauguration speech, with, with if you remember, <clears throat> was full of this really, really apocalyptic shit. Talking about how the streets of our cities are filled with blood and... We have immigrants streaming over our borders and going on and on and painting um, a really dark visage of America, mm-hmm. right? And Hillary Clinton says that when he finished, George W. Bush turned to her and went, well, that was some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for George W. Bush. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, remember when we thought George W. Bush was uh, the worst president? My God, I just remember during that election, and we were convinced that if he got elected, we were going to move. And he just seems like such like a small potato. Oh God, I would take point. him compared. I would take him again compared to Trump. Wouldn't you? It's ridiculous. Uh, what can you do? Yeah. So, anyways, um, not a whole heck of a lot, but so it doesn't. I, I don't know who in this country is paying attention to this impeachment process. Uh, I I wrote down here that I'm not, and I'm not. I don't care anymore because what's going to happen? It's a foregone. It doesn't even con- matter what happens. It's a foregone conclusion. Uh, just like with Clinton, um, impeachment will go through the House. It will end up in the Senate, and he'll be acquitted. And then he's going to run on being acquitted. And just like Clinton, he'll be reelected. It's just <clears throat> ridiculous. And we'll have Trump another four years. Unless somebody emerges in the pack and can beat him. But I don't think that's going to happen. So I've just decided I'm not going to pay attention. Like a few minutes ago, we were just listening to Rachel Maddow. When I was pouting on the couch. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you were pouting on the couch. Right. And so... I'm like trying to focus on her words, and it was just like I like couldn't hear. I couldn't like cut through the noise of it. It just all sounds like noise to me now. I don't care. I just want to listen to podcasts about fucking aliens and Bigfoot and omnivorous diets versus plant-based diets versus meat-based diets. I want to listen to movie news. I want to think about Star Wars. Right? And maybe that's the point. Maybe all of this entertainment is just the opiates of the masses now instead of religion. 
Like social media is the opiates of the masses. The whole premise of American Gods. <clears throat> All right. Well, no. The premise of American Gods is that entertainment is one god of many, right? There's media. There's internet. Right. But that's a fictional work yeah. where... But it's the concept of the old gods and traditions. I don't think it's a religion. I don't think I worship that stuff. I think I turn to it so I don't have to think about the horrors of what's really happening. Help me understand. I'm trying to understand your point. It doesn't matter. Okay. It does matter. It matters to me. Did you read the book? No, I couldn't. I hate his writing. What's that, Terry Pratchett? Oh, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. I don't like Neil Gaiman's writing. I have tried many, many times to read his books, and I cannot. I don't know what to say to that. Don't say anything. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Speaking of marketing and branding. Mm-hmm. Go on. Since nobody is responding to me. Oh, you're trying to get somebody to call in? Nobody wants to. Who did you text? A whole bunch of people. Oh, nobody wants to, huh? Nobody is answering me. So either they're sleeping or they're doing other things. Probably both. Or they don't really want to talk. Uh, probably both. We can get the, the, the one person I know you don't want to Who? try. Who? Professor Weasley. I guarantee you he's not awake. <clears throat> His um, significant other is. She was just on the uh Well, did you message? Social media. Um, Mrs. Uh, no, she's not Mrs. Weasley. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, she doesn't have a name. Well, I don't know if Professor Weasley's available. I text her. Try to call him. I doubt he's available. I'll try. Hold on. Um... Mm-mm. Nobody's responding. You really think I should try to call him? Yeah. It's 9.52. Well, his wife is on social media. Hmm. Maybe we just read comments off of the Facebook Yeah, that's page. the other thing we could do. All right, well, I'm going to pull it up. Where was that? You talk. You. Why don't you tell people what we're going to talk about, which right. is this Peloton ad. Tell people, so start off by telling people what Peloton is okay. and then... We'll play the Peloton ad. Peloton is basically a stationary exercise bike that you can use for spinning, is my understanding. And they're like $2,200, these bikes. So they have a very specific... It doesn't seem that expensive to me. Target market. I mean, we think about like a treadmill. Like 48 a- comments. <laughs> a lot of them were you and Professor Weasley. Oh, right. Me and Professor Weasley. Going right. back and forth. Um, Go ahead. So anyways, the premise of the uh, is an ad. It's a holiday ad, right? So there's a child who leads her mother down some stairs and um, she's covering her eyes and she opens her eyes and is surprised to find that her husband has purchased her a Peloton and she screams, oh, a Peloton and then she proceeds to use the Peloton and she wakes up early in the morning and she's using it and um, she's she's talking to somebody and obviously like video recording herself. 
Right. And we don't really know why or we don't really have any kind of indication, but it's apparent she's using the bicycle. And then at the end, she's sitting on the couch with her husband and saying, thank you so much for this amazing gift. It's transformed my life. Like it's right. a year later. Right. So right. let's play the ad for people. I'm okay. going to play the ad. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Hold on. <clears throat> well, I have to unmute it. Yeah, that would help. I just don't know how to do that. Yeah, I always yeah. have this problem in my phone. Hold on. I can't. <laughs> I don't see a. There's like a tap to unmute when you play it on YouTube. <sighs> I don't see it. Hold on. Keep talking. Where are your fancy glasses? I don't see a volume thing here at all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's muted. That's why. Never mind. Go ahead. All right. Okay. So. Hold on. All right. I'm going to play the Peloton. Here's ad. the Peloton. Okay. You ready? Yes. Now. A Peloton? Give it up for our first time riding. All right. First ride. I'm a little nervous, but excited. Let's do this. Five days in a row. You surprised? I am. She's video blogging here. Rising right. with the sun. That was totally worth it. Let's go, Grace in Boston. 50 rides. She just said my name. A year ago, I didn't realize how much this would change me. Thank you. This holiday, give the gift of Peloton. Now, I think she's talking to herself in this. She's motivating herself. Right. So, All right, that's the Peloton so, ad. All right, so let's talk about the backlash. So, go ahead and talk about the backlash. Apparently, there is their Peloton stock dropped, and they lost out a whole bunch of monies because people were quite upset about the ad. And there's a lot of parodies about that. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds did a parody, but I haven't watched it. Uh, oh, somebody responded and doesn't want to be on the podcast. Oh. <clears throat> Um, out of the five people no, that who I texted, was it? uh, Captain D, what do we call him? Oh, the D man. The D man. <laughs> uh, because he went to the Patriots game last night, but that's okay. Um, anyways, the, um, what was I saying? I completely lost the train of thought. Oh, Weasley's getting, um, his headphones. Hold on. Uh, okay. Um, so some of the backlash, so some of the criticisms of the ad, we should talk about some of those, right? Yeah, go ahead. Well, we'll hear, we'll hear Weasley. Oh, I want to hear his take on it. Is he? All right, but all right, just in, keep the talking. Mean, in the meantime, so first of all, some, some more background. If you've not seen the ad, um, the woman in the ad um, is, is thin. She's, she appears to be, I don't know. A thin person. Right. Um, so some of the criticisms are that um, she is being gifted with an exercise bicycle. And she's already thin and she goes right. through this like whole series and she says how transformed she is. But like there's no quote unquote obvious transformation because she doesn't appear to have like lost weight because she was thin when she started, which I think is just reverse body shaming. In my right. opinion, because thin people can exercise just as much as heavier people. And thin people can be very unhealthy. Right. And thin people can be unhealthy. And right. the other thing is that people think that. Okay. I'm going to, you keep talking. I'm going to call Weasley. That <clears throat> um, somehow right. that this is misogynistic or that the husband is an asshole of some sort and some 
kind of controlling Hello. person. Okay, it's Professor Weasley right. uh, stopping Jen. Say hello to Professor Weasley. Hello, Professor Weasley. Welcome, Professor Weasley. Thank you for coming back. Um, you're here without the small council, which is which is a change, but it's a welcome change. <laughs> I'm nursing a cold. I hope that's okay. Oh, we are. Um, are you um, are you breastfeeding that cold? I'm breastfeeding that cold. Oh my goodness! I'm nursing it from my I'm breath. going to imagine that cold latching onto your nipple and sucking vigorously. All right, we're here so, to talk about the Peloton. All right, so Stomping Jen just laid out some of the. Uh, we played the Peloton ad. We described right. it, and she laid out some of the criticisms and controversies, and she began to launch into um, what I'll describe as her defense of the Peloton ad. Now, okay. Professor Weasley. We had some exchanges on Facebook where we each presented our sides of this debate, um, and I will let. I would like you to mean, well. You mean the the wrong side and then my side. <laughs> you are a professor, so you um, you you may have the the moral and um, factual high ground here. Now, <laughs> Professor Weasley, I will welcome you to give your thoughts on the controversial peloton ad please go ahead well why don't you first fill me in on what stomping jen um was was arguing for interesting now this this sounds a little bit like you're afraid to offer your own thoughts without a, a counterpoint to leverage against but i'll i i'm i will no it's just a matter of uh understanding the context in which you're including my commentary because otherwise I'm just going to be spewing knowledge. And, yeah, we don't want to lecture. You're right, Professor Weasley. You're right. That's right. We, we do not. Right. We know. We know professors do like to lecture, and we so, don't want mm-hmm. that. All right, so, stomping. So, so all right. far, all you've done is played the ad. Go and ahead, stomping. Jack. Sort of laid out the the scene, if you will, and um, we were about to address some of the uh, supposed. Uh, commentary about the backlash so i am of the mind that i'm not quite sure what all the backlash was about so my reading up on it was that number one she's thin when she was given the bicycle she seems scared of her husband and that he's somehow abusive or it's misogynistic to give her this uh exercise bike as a gift um what other uh, backlash commentary have you have you seen? Um, did you say that it's somehow um, he's somehow being abusive and controlling by giving her an exercise bike? I literally just said that. Did you? Sorry, I was not paying attention. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, so, and and my perception of it was was not any of those things. It was. This is a woman who seemed obviously surprised that she was getting this gift. We don't know whether or not she's asked for it or not, but it's an expensive gift. So she seems surprised that he got it for her, which I could see because I would be surprised at any gift that anybody got me. So yeah, I just want to offer, I've heard, I've heard a number of people criticize this couple and the gift as being (coughs) expensive. right? Right. Um, I am going to submit that the cost of this bike is less than a MacBook computer. 
right? And the return on investment that one would get from this thing in terms of um, physical benefits, um, emotional and mental health um, far exceed what you would get out of something like a computer. And it's not really that outrageously expensive or privileged um, of a thing to purchase. I just want to add that. How much is a treadmill? A couple thousand bucks for a decent one. Okay, Mm -hmm. so... um, and my, kind of my criticism with this um, was that um, I think the commercial is intentionally vague on a lot of the details about this couple's life. Like, for example, we don't know whether she asked for it or not. Um, but I, I think it's likely she did. Um, and there's there's other details, like we don't know if she's recovering from an illness like cancer or depression or um, <laughs> he's laughing he like cough laughed um or, or also, like a, or like an ingrown toenail or maybe she or maybe she needs the bike at home because she suffers from uh, social social anxiety disorder for example um so i think there's a lot we don't know about this couple and my, i think my point on facebook was by taking a um, a point of view that this is somehow an abusive relationship is um, it's kind of a very dark and misanthropic um, worldview that I just can't get behind. All right, so 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 you asked me to what what my analysis is. And, yes, and please. Based on this based on this backdrop, let me just point out a couple of things. Okay. The first is that that stomping Jen, right? If I were just to respond briefly to what she <clears throat> shared with your audiences, is that she put her she centered the gift receiving on herself, right? So she approached it from a um, a psychological standpoint. What if that were me? And I would submit that you've done something similar, Sautings, in, in that if I were re- were to receive this gift. I would receive it in this way, right? right. And so, so in, in in from a social science perspective, that's more of a psychological thing. And I would um, submit that that the backlash is really around the sociological phenomenon that's, that's at play here. It's really not about how how you would receive this this bike. It's uh, it's it's um, contact this responses is um, contextualized in the backdrop of, of um, unreasonable expectation for um, of physical appearance for women, um, disproportionately more than men, although that also, is, uh, also affects uh, men as well. And so I think the backlash is really around the sociological phenomena of, of what of what it means to receive this this bike. I hear what now, you're saying, but let, let me just really quickly let me posit if Peloton had put. Um, you can't use the word posit. Why can't that's I use my posit? Word. How that's dare you, Professor word. Weasley? Okay, that that's is a, a professor word. That is an that's academic word. Okay, word. let let me drop on you this particular um, scenario, if I may. Um, what if the woman in the Peloton ad was? not what we might call an idealized feminine body type, but a a heavier woman. I, I could see, and, and they were being more realistic in their representation of a 
of the average woman's physical body type. Um, I could see Peloton being criticized by the outrage culture for that. Right. Yeah. And and what if in the ad she'd said... By the, by the what? The, the, the outrage out- culture? Yeah, hashtag outrage culture. What if... <laughs> That's what you're calling it? Yes. What if, okay. I, I mean, I think... I think people want to have a problem with this no matter what and are going to find something to be outraged about. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, this is just a story about a woman receiving a gift. A gift she presumably wanted um and didn't I, expect to get. I wouldn't presume get. that. I wouldn't presume that because she is so surprised. And she there's no indication that in in either way one would that that one can safely assume that she either um, expected it or didn't expect it. There's no indication, and in the absence of an indication of an um, of a explicit indication of the the nature of this gift, people will then make all kinds of assumptions and inferences yes. based on her body language, based on her her um, her affect towards her. This husband character, which I would, which I think year long, the year long process of documenting her, her quote unquote progress on the Peloton bike, which I think we're all, which I think we're all presented (laughs) in a very positive way. I mean, and I understand, but I will just also like, I just want to input. It Mm -hmm. was like a 15 second, 20 second, 30 second commercial. commercial. It's not like a movie. we didn't see like her whole journey and i think she also from i had a discussion with somebody today about it um i don't think she's actually an actress i think she's actually a peloton instructor that they just roped into having in this ad okay so she's not like a great actress and i could see that she maybe didn't portray this is oscar worthy <laughs> I submit I just, this I, is at least a Golden Globe, yeah, right. I, one Golden Globe. I hear, but, I hear what. Funny, go ahead, it's funny John. too because so I, um, uh, you know, when 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 Sawtooth Frank met me, I was basically a couch potato, and he motivated me to. Would you say I live a more active lifestyle? Do you mean no? You mean I abused you into I'm, I'm leading a, a more active time, lifestyle? I'm having a hard time hearing. Stomping Jen, can oh. she get a little closer to the mic? Uh-oh, and more specifically, about can, can she touch the mic as much as possible? <laughs> so <laughs> you asshole. So, so, <laughs> so, so, anyways, in the circles I now run, which is I do a lot of group fitness and um, a lot of people that I interact—not a lot, but just there are people I interact with on a regular basis that um, exercise and of all different body shapes and. All of their reactions that I've gotten back are one of, I would be thrilled to have received a bicycle like this from my husband or my significant other. Like people who live an active lifestyle, like understand and like sort of like get the ad in a way that maybe non-active people are perceiving it. I, I don't know if that's true either. I cannot. Yeah. Tell. And I just, I just want to offer, like, I'm not trying to be cute, even though I am incredibly cute. You are cute. Um, I, I literally was baffled by what I saw as the um, outrage vampires de- descending upon this commercial <laughs> and this company with their criticism. I did not get it. I just was truly like, did not understand. And I saw this commercial actually before I knew anything about um, this controversy. And I thought to myself, that's a pretty nice commercial. 
It made me feel good. I don't know. You want to go out and buy me a Peloton? Huh? No, but I would. I would be happy to get. Because I hate spinning. I don't like spinning myself. It's not good. It's not good for the perineum, which is the nerve that gives you boners. It's not good for the uh, right. But so don't get me one because I don't want one. You know, need my boners. Get a donut. Yeah, a donut attachment. Yeah, need my boners to work, but. I, I, I thought that, I don't know, maybe and maybe I'm just not an academic like Professor Weasley. Oh. I can't see these issues, but I liked it. I so liked the, the first thing that I The first thing that I'd encourage you to, to move away from is that, Go ahead, that sort of snowflake culture where, where when, when people express their, their discontent with right. uh, a, a mass media, again, um, really preying on traditional tropes against women and you know that that it somehow uh shouldn't offend anyone so first the first thing i would do is move away from that because if 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 um uh if that were the case then i i don't think that that this commercial would have been so as as i think you would put it offensive right it's just that it it's simply because there's an ambiguity as to the First of all, the nature of this, you know, um, this gift as to whether or not it's it was something that was premeditated or something that was a surprise. It comes across as one of those car ads where the partner comes out and there's a car with a big bow, yeah. Which which to the viewer is um, indicates that there was this gift was unexpected and that this is an authentic response to an unexpected gift, right? And and similar to, you know, commercial for like. Yeah, I don't think that uh, scales though, right? Because if we're, if we're being real about this, right? Giving somebody a Lexus and they're not expecting it and you're in a partnership with somebody, like Stomping Jen would have my fucking balls nailed to the wall <laughs> if I went out and bought a 60... 60- I went out and bought a $70,000 car and didn't tell her. Yeah, but you're not the target audience here. You're not the the, the, the target audience in that thing. And I would, and I would of say Alexa, that that's a, Of a Lexus that's a, ad, but I, I would argue... That but, was a poor example because there's, there's, there's really... There's really um, did you get your PhD from one of those online diploma mills? I did. I did. Okay. <laughs> um, the... Uh, the uh, th- there's there's no equivalent between a brand new car and uh, and the Peloton bike. What maybe there there could be an equivalent with um, let's say surprising your spouse with um, a vacuum cleaner. Right. If a man surprised his wife with a vacuum cleaner, um, and 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 that sort of taps into this idea about you know, women's roles in women's gendered roles in, in family life, can, can which I, is traditionally domestic and sort of stay at home and that sort of thing. Can I, can I just tell a story, Go a ahead. personal story? Tell a story, Stomping Jim. Just get really, really close to the mic, like to the touch professor. it as much as possible. So He's also Weasley, a, he also I, has a PhD in microphone technique. I will just tell you, so... Uh, when Sawtooth Frank and I were were married for, for and then we were celebrating our first holiday season together, uh-huh. there was one thing I really wanted. What was that, Stomping Jen? 
It was a kitchen aid stand mixer. That's right. It was all I wanted. Right. And what happened? Do you want to tell the story? I bought you a blender. No. What happened? <laughs> no. So my mother um, got you one. No, that's not what happened. Tell me what happened. I don't remember. So what happened? He doesn't even. He doesn't he does. even remember. No, he knows. He just doesn't want to say. <laughs> no, I don't. So he remember. told he he told the people, the women at his oh, workplace. Right. So stomping. That, okay, I know this. So stomping Jen had specifically asked me for a um, KitchenAid stand mixer. Um, she's like, I really want this. This would be a great present for me. I like to bake. Blah 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 blah. Right. I said, listen, you can only bake shit I like to eat. No, that's not what happened. So he told the women at work. And and you better be barefoot while you're doing it. Okay. So he told the women that he worked he worked in a okay, predominantly go ahead. Go ahead, stomping John. He worked in a predominantly female industry. Yes. And he was speaking with his coworkers. Mm-hmm. And his coworkers told him that it would be inappropriate for him to purchase an appliance for our first holiday season. So what did I do? As a I married couple. Then went out and spent three thousand dollars on they diamond earrings. Convinced him to purchase me a pair of solitaire diamond earrings. Which you've worn a total of probably four five, times. Four or five times. In the almost twenty years we've been married. And his mother, in her graciousness God bless her. Got me the KitchenAid stand mixer. Do you know how often I use the KitchenAid stand mixer? <laughs> Every other day. All the fucking time. Do you know how many times I wear the earrings? Barely ever. Yeah. So this was an example of people putting their own idealistic viewpoints on a person's right. relationship. Yeah. And they were incorrect because right. all I really wanted was a KitchenAid stand mixer. Yeah, and maybe this woman really just wanted a fucking spinning bike so she didn't have to sit in class with a bunch of farting women. <laughs> Then if that was the case, then this could have all been um, resolved with a simple line in the script that said, oh, like I always wanted or just like asked for. I'll concede concede that. I will concede that point. Something that that would make it absolutely crystal clear. Because in the absence of that, people will overlay their own experiences and their Mm -hmm. own expectations and biases and stereotypes. But let me ask you. And as a result, with that ambiguity, that was a massive marketing fail. But let me ask you. Yes, I would agree with that. Let me ask you, Professor Weasley. Is is this, I've said it paints a, I I, I said this interpretation you've described is incredibly misanthropic and dark. Are you telling me that the real world is really that way? Yes. So sad. I would I I submit that there are some sociological phenomena that are rooted in um, stereotypes and tropes that people frankly believe that are not necessarily factually accurate, don't accurately represent the experiences of everyone. Yeah, I understand. One that. of those. So right. So and so one of those tropes is that the woman should stay at home and clean and take care of babies and the man should go out and do work and lift heavy things, right? And the other thing, the, the other the other trope is that the woman needs to be slender and needs to, we, we, we get bombarded by that in the media constantly with um, images of skinny women on um, the cover of Cosmo, cover of all the magazines at the supermarket, no matter where you go, you get bombarded by it constantly. And so this was just another example of that. So you cannot sit there on your end of the line and say that those 
that those um, stereotypes and, and um, gender tropes don't exist because they do. Yeah, and, and, uh, and they have and they have very very real uh, consequences to people's lived experiences, and yeah. that's why it was such there were there was such. A backlash. I can acknowledge. I let one. him speak. No, he's like, I got. Ah, no, 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 no. No, I am letting him. <laughs> he speak. doesn't want to hear this. I am letting. He him just speak. wants to create conflict. <laughs> no, I don't want to create conflict. I, I, Such he, a snowflake. I, I hear Such you. A God. Hashtag, so offended. Hashtag outrage culture. I will I, also say, <laughs> Professor Weasley, I'm the one who wanted to discuss this because I yeah. was like, I was truly perplexed. I was like, I don't understand what all. Yeah, this but so I, I do. I do acknowledge the things Professor Weasley is saying exist um, in terms of, um, I think there's a, a significant amount of um, women in our culture who live with unrealistic expectations put upon them by partners. Um, yeah, I think doing. the media does women no favors in propagating unrealistic um, body images. Most women. Not just a great deal. Most women, most girls are socialized in this way. And most men, if not all men, are socialized in in another way, which is a, in, a, in, a, in an entirely different different and just as unhelpful way. And I, I, I'm, men, I, like dad bod? Where, where I'm... Where I'm where I'm uncomfortable, where I'm uncomfortable, just accepting that at face value is I'm unfamiliar with the data. Like I really, I would need to see the data on most men and most women, right? Like I, part of me, the optimist. So the, well, just let me finish. It's like the, not, op, the, it's not about data. It's about how men and women are socialized since birth to have to occupy different social spheres i feel like so there i feel you, you i feel like there's been a i feel like there's been a change and i think i think the culture is shifting somewhat from what to what can you from, identify that shift? so what what i hear when you describe this to me right is the kind of um representative stereotypical 50s household right the ward and june cleaver right um archetypes that's what i'm hearing and picturing in my head when i'm hearing you talk and i don't feel it's that cut or dry like i think the lines are more blurred at least for this generation less than most relationships so between men and women. Let me, yeah. But I let may be me wrong. Ask you this. I may I'm, be wrong. I'm aware but... that, that that Stomping Jen and Sawtooth Frank are the parents of two lovely uh Well listen, children. don't go that far. They're not lovely. No, they're no, lovely. just they're they're lovely. Okay, no. go on. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding, Ted and Space Unicorn. And, and 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 your your audience may not know that you have one of each. You have uh a, a what we call a boy and the, and a girl, correct? Yeah, and that's how they identify. Okay, so, okay, so great. So, um, the, d- does the boy have long hair and wear dresses? No, we're trying to get him to ro- gl- yeah, grow his hair long. He refuses. Long. Okay. Does does the, does the girl have short hair and wear? Um, I don't know. Uh, well, that you know what the answer. The hold on, there, I can answer there that. There has been a shift. The 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 answer to that is yes. At times, she has almost completely shaved her head. Okay, depends and, on and her. Depends your, on her. Does whim. the boy dye his hair 
uh, to change his appearance if he or wear makeup to. in any way. If he wanted. Yeah, to. he has before. He's got his nails done. I do, when I got mine done. <clears throat> so what I'm trying to say yeah. is that that in your family, again, right. going back to the, the to your lived experience with right. your partner and your sphere of influence uh, as a, as a, as parents, you uh-huh. have allowed your children to express themselves in the ways that they, that they want to express themselves. Yes. That said, you are not the only elements that socialize your kids. They're socialized by by um, the media, uh, media examples, right. movies, what they see on TV, what they read, you know, the kids that right. go to school with them, um, you know, the people they pass on the, on the street. If your son wore dresses and the people on the street knew that, right. And, and they would get looks because that is outside of what is uh, normal and I don't necessarily agree to this, but there are some very, very powerful social social uh, forces at play that um, dictate that your it's okay for your daughter to have earrings, to have long hair, to play with her appearance with either makeup or dyed hair, or you know, uh, dance around and cry and laugh and, and do all of those a full range of emotions, but, but, um, as, as soon as she, you know, um, wants to be taken seriously, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. And uh, you know, because, right. Yeah. And, and, and similarly, because your son is, you know, uh, a boy, it's going to be, um, he's going to have a challenge in that men and boys in our society are only allowed to express emotions such as jealousy and anger and rage and really not mm. building loving relationships with other boys. That's those are my main re- how, those are my main emotions, anger, jealousy and rage. <laughs> yeah, because you have been socialized <laughs> through a, a very intentional uh, you know, uh, social mechanism. So let me ask you um, a quick question. Do you, are you of the mindset that that has changed in the upcoming generations and that are currently in school right now and in college age? Because they are generally, and this is a, a generally wide accepted belief is that they are much more comfortable with the changes like third genders and all of the plural nouns that people, um, are giving themselves and that, you know, like they're just much more comfortable with these societal shifts than of older generation, like our generation and above. I mean, you don't have to go very far um, to, to, to realize that, that that's a, maybe an overgeneralization as much as I would like to agree. Um, you can go to any college campus and find, you know, uh, such and such college Republicans. And so those are, right. you know, that, that they then espouse conservative values. And dickheads. They, they reject that. Yeah, dickheads. Right? So we call them, yeah, we call them dickheads. Stop. Stop. Go ahead. Right. But but that's, you know, that's a, a lot of people think that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and so as much as I would like to to assume that Millennials are the most diverse and the most welcoming. I mean, they're also the most misled 
to be honest. I mean, they, this this idea of calling out everything at every time and every like moment the of the day, <laughs> like the peloton. End. Yeah, no. <laughs> Good You've grief! Come full circle now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, it, it, I think the, I think the, Professor the, Weasley's the making that, an important point. Go ahead. Yeah. The 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 idea of call out culture. I mean, uh, Barack Obama recently yes. made that statement that that you know it's not about calling out and, and disrupting. You, you see, at some point, you have to find some common ground and right. move forward. You can't, yeah. you can't just be around disruption for the sake of disruption. That's, That's where, right. Then nothing gets done. Yeah. Right. And I was pleased and, to and see. I was pleased. To, yeah. I was pleased to see him say that actually i think that was a pretty bold thing for him to say and, yeah. cha- and challenge yeah. that culture actually he took my advice he he he, he well he repeated what i what i told him he should say i wasn't going to tell our listeners professor weasley that you actually are an advisor of the former president but if you've let it out now so that's fine um so and, and and the other thing I will acknowledge, okay, and and I think Professor Weasley has raised some important points here. Um, we live in an area here, yeah, we're um, in, in Massachusetts and in the country where we take for granted this. Massachusetts is not a country, but uh, I said, well, in this in this state and country, um, yeah, where we take for granted this kind of progressive bubble wrap we're in, yeah. Um, you know, I had some friends who um, shared with me recently, um, they're in a same-sex relationship, and they shared with me, like, when they travel across the country, as soon as they, like, you know, cross the Mississippi, they get really worried about, like, stopping at gas stations together, and oh, yeah. PDAs, and, you know, worried yep. they might actually get fucking murdered, yep. you right. know, and and it's... It's sobering to hear those things, especially, you know, when we're wrapped in our kind of um, intellectual and cultural um, privileges here where we live. So, yeah. Well, we like to think that. Right? Yeah. We, we, we really like to think yeah. that. But. All right. Well, listen, have we said all we need to say about this? I think we've, um, I think we've heard Professor Weasley's point of view, Stomping Jen. How, yeah. what do you, how are you feeling about this conversation? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to discuss it. Yeah. And we have. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to discuss Baby Yoda? No, we don't want... Professor Weasley does not lower himself to such things. Are you watching The Mandalorian? What, what was the question? And do you want to discuss Baby Yoda with us? I am unfamiliar with Baby Yoda. I told you. I told you this is I this would, is beneath. I would not be very helpful. Yeah, this is beneath Professor Weasley. Um, Although, if 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 I were to see a baby Yoda, I would want to see a baby Yoda represented in the same way that the original Yoda was represented, and and not some CGI nonsense. Oh, no, baby Yoda's a he's a he's fucking a he's a straight up fucking he's a puppet. puppet. Warner Herzog fell in love with the puppet and yeah. insisted that they not use CGI for baby Yoda. Yeah, he's a fucking straight up puppet. He is a puppet. Yeah. He's got a hand okay, up good. his ass. Yep, he is a that's real excellent. He's a real puppet. All right. So, uh, well, that's where that's where um okay. that's where baby Yoda and Sawtooth Frank have something in common. We each have hands Far up our asses. Shoved up your asses. Yeah. Yes. And I make cute faces and sounds when my prostate gets squeezed. Oh my God. Just like Baby Yoda. <laughs> All right. 
Professor Weasley, it's late. We're recording this late on a Monday night. We thank you for calling in and offering your thoughts. You've improved this episode of the podcast. Yeah, you've come to life. You were I like know. Listen. Ted. Professor Weasley, um, I love engaging in um, dialogic intercourse with him. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It's stimulating. Um, and and it, we talked about uh, talked about uh, your rectum. Yes. That, that, that's, your perineum. You know, my peren- we talked right. about my perineum, my prostate. It's been a night. It's been a night. All right, Professor Weasley. I know you have a family to get back to and you have got to sleep. You've got a job to go to tomorrow morning. So... We'll say thank you for calling in. <laughs> and thank we actually, you for the I'll, invite. Yeah, I'll just share. We actually, um, well, the small council was playing games um, last week, and it seemed like the small council might be open to appearing on the Soft Serve podcast oh. again. But they insisted that we maybe do an hour before game night. So I would have to... I do have to say, I do yes. have to share with Go ahead. Stomping Jim mm-hmm. that, that um, Sawtooth has um, decided not to have conversations with the small council in favor of referring us to various <laughs> podcasts. I refuse to discuss things that have Uh-oh. been covered on the podcast. It's the most absurd, absurd think- and fascinating social uh, experiment. I think he just wants um, you guys to enjoy your podcast. It's another it's side annoying. of sawtooth. Listen to it's sawtooth. annoying. It's it's the most annoying side of sawtooth. Yes. Well, listen. Sorry. There yeah. are many. I am like um. I am like a um, Rubik's cube. I have many sides to me. There's only six sides to a Rubik's cube. No. Do you only have six sides? I think so. That's pretty good, right? Six sides. It's a cube. You have multiple yeah. cube. patterns. Yeah. It's in the name Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Professor Weasley. Listen. All right. So, anyways, what I'm trying to tell our listeners, and we do have we do have um, many foreign listeners. I was sharing earlier. Um, mm-hmm. We picked up um, new listeners in South America, the Ukraine, uh, Germany. Oh, the Ukraine. Oh, yeah, oh, Ukraine. I'm sorry. I, the 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 Ukraine. I can't. I can't oh, support. Are you out? I can't support. Well, um, you know, there's some question as to whether or not. They participated in uh, right. the hacking of our 2016 elections. That's right. Yeah, fake we, news. Fake yeah, we, news, we Professor Weasley. That do not, must we, be fake news. The Soft Serve podcast does not peddle in fake news. Okay. All right. Listen, we've been trying to say goodbye now for 10 minutes, <laughs> Professor Weasley. This he is not going well. No, it's Fine. me. I'm keeping him on. He does want to leave. I can tell. So, so Professor Weasley, this is a long-winded way of me saying, hopefully you will appear here again, um, either... I'll send you. I'll send you my bill. How's that? Thank you, Professor Weasley. Sounds we, great. We'll All right. All right. Thank you. Have a good evening, and um, hello to your um, your beautiful family. Um, All right. Okay. Goodbye, Professor Weasley. Yeah. Bye. 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 Right, well, that was fun, <laughs> Professor Weasley. Yeah. See, so you didn't. Hmm. You were. Uh... He did bring me to life a bit. You did. I think we should skip the other two things on her. Oh yeah, absolutely. All yeah, right. that was just filler. And we'll just we'll just rip through this other stuff real quick. All right. Oh, we didn't even get to our list. Should we just skip the list? Ugh. Well, I can read my list. 
All right, so we're going to... Let's go into the stupid list. It's not a pretty long list. Mine is two pages long. Are you for fucking real? Mine's like four things. All right, so this is the stuff that... List the ways that money can buy happiness. Go ahead. It's ridiculous. So... Go ahead, Stomping Jen. We could travel more. Okay. We can work less and we'd have more time. Mm-hmm. Less stress. Um, we could have small extravagances and not feel guilty. Okay. Uh, we could have more cats. Oh, did you copy my list? No, that's it. Okay, here are the things. That... That's all I have. More cats. Right. Here are the things that I am... Um, proposing that money can buy that will bring me happiness yeah. okay uh-huh. um the basics of life okay mm-hmm. shelter food health care education mm-hmm. okay the basics of life mm-hmm. um alcohol <laughs> fried chicken and beer halls Fried chicken. In beer halls. In beer halls? Do you yeah. want to buy a beer hall? No, I just like eating fried chicken in, in a beer hall. In beer halls. Okay. Um, movies. Mm-hmm. Concerts. Mm-hmm. Massages. Mm-hmm. Sensual and otherwise. Mm-hmm. Oh, sh- sugar. What? I'm supposed to buy some gift certificates. Okay. For who? Just in general. I don't know what you Why? Don't worry about it. Keep moving. For me? Well, who are you buying massage massage gift certificates for? Don't I deserve a right to know how my money is being spent? Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Who is it for? Nobody. I didn't buy any, so it doesn't matter. Um, getting gifts for people. Mm-hmm. So buying people gifts can give you happiness. You need money to do that. Um, traveling the country and the world. Um, affording a pet or many pets. Um, uh, transportation, house cleaners, money can buy house cleaners, which can bring happiness. Yeah. More time, less work. Landscapers. More time, less work. Technology to make life easier. More time, less work. Experiences like camps for our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, psychotherapy. Um, raises can make your work feel more valued. Fuck you, money. Yeah. Um, flotation tanks. <laughs> Drugs like cannabis, psilocybin. And alcohol. Alcohol's not a drug. Oh, Stop it. Boy. Uh, strippers. Strippers. And prostitution. All right. Are we done with the list? That was the list. Right? That was good, huh? All right. What's next? How are we entertaining ourselves? Do we want to skip this whole session? <laughs> no, we should talk about Britney Runs a Marathon. Because it goes right with the Peloton ad. I have no idea what the fuck this woman's saying. Where is it from? I don't know. I fight against the lesser man within. For he's a coward. He's a coward. Who's that? All right. All right. We watched uh, this movie on Netflix. 
Brittany runs a marathon. Brittany runs a marathon. But it's not really about her running a marathon. Tell us what it's about. It's just about her discovering herself. What does she discover? Um, that she can run a marathon. No, she learns how to be a healthier human being. A lot like the Peloton ad. And she also learns how to... Responsibility. Challenge herself and deal mm-hmm. with setbacks. Yep. And the basic premise is um, she's a super unhealthy person. Yeah. She's drinking a lot, much. parties too much. Doesn't take care of herself. Right. And she lives in a building in New York City. And there's a woman who, like, is appears like, to have it all. Right. And is older than her and runs all the time. And Brittany and her housemate make fun of her and have snarky names for her and then one day Brittany decides she's going to start running i forget why she decides she's going to start she goes running. to the doctor and the doctor's oh. like you're really unhealthy right so and then she's surprised when the woman she makes fun of all the time is like supportive of her and invites her to a running club mm-hmm. and she goes to the running club she and meets she another... makes a bunch of friends yep. To make a long story short, um, she doesn't get to run the marathon with these friends. She injures herself, and then she really has to dig deep and discover who she is and yeah. her strength and why she's doing this. And right, and, it's and just who her, her true her friends are, and right. she finds a relationship. She just becomes much more of a responsible adult. Yeah, it's a really good story. Um, I thought it was going to be stupid and I wouldn't like it. And I actually loved it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. I think it's based on a real. Yes, it was. Cause they showed to, the real they woman. They showed the real woman at the end, but, yeah. um. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what we've been watching. Stomping Jen. You've been reading um, Doctor Sleep. Sleep. I'm enjoying The Stephen it. King book, which is the sequel to The Shining. Yeah, I'm enjoying Are it. Are you done yet? I'm so close. I just want to finish it. Right. But, what do you um, like about it without major spoilers? Um, what do I like about it? Like, did you think a sequel to The Shining would work? Did you read um, the original Shining? I did read The Shining. Okay. Um, this book is not so much a direct sequel to the events of The Shining. It's more about people who have The Shining. Well, I disagree. It's about Danny Torrance, no, the child from The Shining. Yes, comma. It gives us more insight into people with this ability and it explores that world a little bit more. It is about Danny, but it's also about other things. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm enjoying it. Um, I was telling you about how sometimes you start reading a book and like if it doesn't hook you... You never really end up finishing it or whatever. Or sometimes right. you're reading a book and you finally get to a point where you just like get really hooked and you just want to find out what happens. Yeah. So I'm at that point. So I really want to finish it. And I think I, I'm in the last like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, go it's ahead. Okay, I'll wait. I'm just texting Professor Weasley's bragging about his appearance on the Soft Serve podcast to our friends. All right. Anyways, I'm enjoying it. Um, uh, I did not see the movie. 
and so um you should go you should sneak off and go see it by yourself I'm well it's still in theaters pretty sure it's not in the theater any longer no I really enjoyed but it. But eventually it'll be around. So um, Mrs. Maisel started back up. Oh, we're switching from... Yeah. Um, yeah, Mrs. Maisel. Season four is out and it just started. We should go watch an episode. We should go watch some of that or The or the Watchmen or, and or The Silicon Valley, which we're behind Maybe on. Silicon Valley. Yeah, that's the easiest Oh, I love Mrs. Maisel. Oh. It's fucking awesome. I fell asleep, I think, the last time. Cause and Mrs. Saturday, Maisel? I drank a little too much. Oh, that's what we were watching. Yeah. Why did you drink too much? I don't know. Oh, we also went to sushi. We went out to eat. Yeah, yeah. for sushi. That right. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all we so, want to say, right? Yeah. All right. I guess we'll end with our desperate plea for you to um, please subscribe to our podcast if you're listening to it for the first time. Download our episodes. Leave us a review. Engage with us on social media. Yep. The Soft Serve Podcast family is growing. It continues to grow. And if you want to talk about something, let us know. You just heard what happened with Professor Weasley. Yeah. He was a delight. Yeah. We treated him well. That could be you. That could be you. That could be you. Do you have something to say? Yeah. Let us know. I got news for you, assholes. That's not his real name. Professor Weasley. Who? Professor Weasley. That's not his real name. What? That's a fake name. All right. Fine. Just like your real name isn't Stomping Jen. All right. My real name isn't Sawtooth Frank. All right. Bye now. These are what we call pseudonyms. Okay. Fake names. On that note. We're like superheroes, podcast superheroes. All right. Right? I'm out. Why are you out? I'm going to go read Dr. Sleep. All right. my I thought we were going to watch Silicon yeah, Valley. All I'm right. just joking. My co-host is abandoning trying me. Trying to get you to say bye now. So I'm going to say to you all now that we love you. I'm in a better mood right now. I know you are. How did that happen? I told you. Do this, I really like podcasting? I told you that this would happen and you... Do I really like this? Good Guess night. what, people? I think I like podcasting again. Okay, bye. We love you. Bye now. This is Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. This is Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. This is Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. Oscar worthy. This is Oscar worthy. Good evening, my fellow Americans. America knows that this world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity, and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth, and that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 